Welcome aboard, ladies and gents. This is Joe Public. You're listening to The Public Record. I'm going to play the devil's music tonight. I, you know, okay, so I've been listening to a lot of Christmas music, a lot of holiday tunage lately, and I don't know, it just gave me the collective... Uh, I just I need devil. I need the devil. So tonight I'm playing the devil's music. And and this is going to be loosely interpreted. I'm not, I'm not going to just, like, throw Satan at you. Satan. But, you know, I'll throw some Satan at you. There will be Satan. Satan will make an appearance on the public record tonight. I am... Um, actually, so usually my routine, just so you, so's you know... So as you know, usually my routine consists of, you know, I get things rolling and then I pour myself a beer. That's that's what I do. I'm actually just going to pour the beer right now. That's how hardcore I am into the double tonight. And what am I having? Well, I'm having a holiday ale. Um, a bit of a Sierra Nevada Celebration Fresh Hop IPA. It's a tasty, tasty beverage right there. That's what that is. <sighs> Yesterday was my birthday. That's the other thing. That's why I need the devil. So, without further ado, the devil.
Christianity's the weird one, though, you know. Christianity's such an odd religion, you know. I was raised that way, you know, and you can just suffer for it. You know, the whole image is that, you know, eternal suffering awaits anyone who questions God's infinite love. <laughs> That's the message, isn't it, that we're brought with. Believe or die. Thank you for giving, Lord, for all those options. Don't look so sad It ain't so 
So like I said in the open, I'm playing the devil's music. Um, what inspired that? Because um, it's Christmas time and because religious people are bugging me a little. <laughs> Just, like under normal circumstances, they they don't bother me that much. They bother me a, a minor amount. Um, but I think the combination of the... Uh, the religious-minded folks in the, who who support the orange dumpster fire in the White House and Christmas and has has kind of that's kind of done me in. And I was I was like you know I'm flipping through stuff online. That's what I do, right? Flip 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 flip. Um, the doom scroll, right? I'm actually it's the opposite of doom scroll now because I've 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 methodically figured out how to keep um news pressure out of my face um you know and occasionally from a on a professional standpoint i actually have to pay attention but if that's not the case um i'm sort of studiously trying to avoid it um 
Although even TikTok, my TikTok feed has started to become super political, which is really irritating because TikTok is where I used to go to like watch a video of a dog falling off of a sofa. <laughs> you know, that's that's like to me, that's like that's what TikTok TikTok's for, right? It's for like cat and dog videos and also um people who dance really well who are doing it for no money, which is really crazy. Anyway, so uh, I'm, I'm scrolling along and I find this, this whole, this article about like the, the most satanic rockers and all this kind of stuff. And it's really funny because I had forgotten, I'd, you know, for, yeah. Okay. Alice Cooper played around with all kinds of horror imagery or anything, but I never really saw him as satanic, but apparently he was definitely on the, you know, on the list. Um, and there was a list, um, and also on that list um, were other artists that I'm going to play tonight. So there you go. Um, some of this stuff, though, is totally self-explanatory. Like the song before Alice Cooper was Hell City Hell by the Super Suckers. It's in the title, folks. It's obvious. Um, played a little clip from Bill Hicks there, um, who's absolutely right. He was often that way. I mean, so, okay, here's a, here's, a, I was having a conversation about comedians um, recently because I got talked into watching a Bill Burr special. Um, and I liked parts of it. Actually, he had one bit in there that was hilarious and hysterically funny. The rest of it just kind of vaguely felt like some guy my age being irritated and having a forum in which he could charge people money for him to stand on a stage and tell them why he was irritated. And that, that aspect I didn't dig so much, but Anyway, I was talking about comedians with a friend who suggested the Bill Burr thing, and um, we both concluded that Bill Hicks absolutely, yeah, not he would not have survived. Uh, I mean, he didn't survive, but he wouldn't. His uh, his instinct to go against whatever was the current of the mainstream. I think would have gotten, I think he would have absolutely stepped in the Me Too movement. Like, he wouldn't have been able to make a comment about it that wasn't absolutely horrible and, and unfortunate. Um, I also think that he very likely would have found uh, Cheeto McTweedy way more entertaining than you really should find him entertaining. Um, I think he might have been, oh yeah, wait, let's see what this guy's going to do next with the bag of popcorn there. So that, um, before Bill Hicks, uh, Blue Oyster Cult with Dominance and Submission, radios appear, and uh, Black Sabbath start us off with Children of the Grave. Black, black and blue, did a little black and blue there. All right, I'm Joe Public, you're listening to The Public Record. Um, I don't know, what's more Satan-driven than a bunch of wanton rock and roll women? So I thought I'd play some of that, you know, some girl school for you.
Gotta wait for the last beat there. That's ACDC with Hell in a Bad Place to Be. Speaks for itself on the double music broadcast here on the public record. Before that, Kiss, King of the Nighttime World. So I had some leeway there with Kiss being as how, you know, the the religious nuts of the world uh, used to insist that Kiss somehow stood for kings in Satan's service. Um, yeah. Yeah, a bunch of guys in cartoon outfits pretending to be space aliens and monsters and star children. Yeah. That's what it means. No. Not at all. <laughs> I always found that stuff laughable. Come on. Uh. And then, okay, so... Somewhere in my past, somewhere, I did a recording of a band I was in um, in which I backwards masked. I used up an unused track to record backwards very quietly. Stay in school. Do your homework. Pay your taxes. So on. Stuff like that, you know. You know, whispering that and then reversing it so that it, it sounds like, right, you know, which, oh, and so, and I was always hoping, like, somebody was going to figure out, oh, wow, yeah, there's a backwards mask thing on here and flip it around and, and hear me quietly whispering, stay in school, go to work on time. Yeah, way funnier to me than it, it would have been to anybody else um but you know when it's three o'clock in the morning and you're finishing recording a record you do weird stuff happens um before kiss the runaways you drive me wild and girl school with come on let's go because yeah you know nothing's more satanic than you know rock and roll women being rock and roll women right sure yeah i heard it all the time growing up um yeah so there there so there you go i'm joe public you're listening to the public record i'm playing with my velcro again yep yeah that's what us uh highly trained professional audio folk do we play with stuff on the microphone there we go i'm gonna play more music i'm gonna stop talking um this song also needs no explanation for why it's on this show but yeah so i'm not gonna Yeah. 
in the bullshit department, in the bullshit department, a businessman can't hold a candle to a clergyman. Because I got to tell you the truth, folks. I got to tell you the truth. When it comes to bullshit, big time, major league bullshit, you have to stand in awe in awe of the all-time champion of false promises and exaggerated claims, religion. No contest. No contest. Religion. Religion easily has the greatest bullshit story ever told. Think about it. Religion has actually convinced people that there's an invisible man living in the sky, who watches everything you do every minute of every day. And the invisible man has a special list of 10 things he does not want you to do. And if you do any of these 10 things, he has a special place full of fire and smoke and burning and torture and anguish where he will send you to live and suffer and burn and choke and scream and cry forever and ever till the end of time. But he loves you. He loves you. He loves you and he needs money. He always needs money. He's all powerful, all perfect, all knowing and all wise. Somehow, just can't handle money. Religion takes in billions of dollars. They pay no taxes and they always need a little more. Now, you talk about a good bullshit story. Holy shit. Thank you. Thank you. But, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you very much.
One of my all-time favorite Cheap Trick songs. That's Gonna Raise Hell from the Dream Police record. I played something off Dream Police last week. I think I played their other epic off that record. Um, hmm. Hmm. Interesting. I may need to just like sit down and listen to that LP start to finish. Pretty darn good record, as I recall. Um, before that, Prince with Dirty Mind. Um, you know, because having a dirty mind is the devil's workshop or something. Mm. George Carlin with his uh, his take on religion and the Rolling Stones, Dancing with Mr. D. Gee, I wonder what that could be referring to. Mm. I don't know. Ah, uh, well... Yes, yes, yes. Well, yes, yes. I'm Joe Public. You're listening to The Public Record here on Radio Nope. It's it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday, and, and I'm here, and it's, it's, yeah. <sighs> Yesterday was my birthday. Yesterday was my birthday. Uh, and, and it was, it was weird. I was dreading it. Um, I've uh, not to go into a long, drawn-out thing. I often dread my birthday and have done since I was a teenager. Um, but mostly, I've, I've done. I give all credit to my wife, who has um, my wife and kids, who have actually transformed how I feel about birthdays in general. Um, but this year, you know, <laughs> because gestures wildly at everything about 2020, you know, it just didn't. Doesn't feel very celebratory. So uh, I played The Sims for what was probably like way too many hours in my day. Uh, soaked in a hot tub for a little while. Um, had some Mexican food. Drank a margarita. Then drank some scotch. Um, generally not advised. Had some fudge, homemade fudge that my wife made, which was fan frickin' tastic. Um, yeah, and I got a really wonderful card from my daughter. So, you know, not a bad day and way better than I think I was anticipating it to be. But birthdays are just, they're just, well, Haddon Oswald has a bit about how the fact that you basically, you should really only celebrate 20 birthdays. So I wasn't on one of any one of those special years. Like I wasn't hitting a decade anniversary. And basically once you get past... Uh, once you get to 30, that's all you get. You're, you're not allowed to have birthdays anymore unless it's on a decade. You're, you're celebrating another decade on, of going around the sun. One trip around's not enough for a party, folks. <laughs> I don't know why I said it that way. Oh, I cracked me up. Anyway, so it was my birthday. So there you go. And, um, Yeah. I don't know. You know, it was also cool. My birthday happened to be the day that the Electoral College voted, so I did spend a little part of the day sort of like casually checking in to see where they were at. You know, I wanted to see if there was any dumb fuckery going on, and there wasn't. It was cool. It was actually really cool. I was like, yep, yep, yep. Oh, look, he won again. Enough already. Yeah. Biden, Biden's going to be the president. He's going to be the president. And hopefully they keep the briefcase, uh, the football, as they call it, away from the, uh, from Corporal Bonespurs. 
up until that point. <laughs> and if you hadn't thought about that, here's there's a new thing to, for you to be anxious about, all right? Dude has, has a briefcase with a freaking button on it. It's actually it's more complicated than that. Somebody, I, I know a guy who, who actually worked for um, Department of Defense and was part of the group that like was responsible for the codes and all that kind of stuff. It's way more complicated than you just open a thing and press a button. Um, fortunately, and as well it should be. I think it's actually even more complicated than the self-destruct sequences used to be on the old Star Trek. Like, you, did you ever think about... Okay, if you ever watched Star Trek, did you ever think about that? Like, how elaborate of a sequence of stuff the commanding officers of the ship had to do to blow up the ship in the event they needed to blow up the ship? I mean... I'm sorry, but I'm pretty sure the Klingons don't get on your ship that slowly, right? If you've fallen into Romulan hands, that's it's probably not going to transpire over the course of 10 minutes. You know, quick, find Scotty so he can give the code. He's part of the four codes that we have to give in order to kablooey the ship. I always thought that was weird. I mean, makes for some, you know, interesting drama. And as a kid, I adored that whole thing. Um, way, way too often when I was growing up, when we were playing Star Trek, would I like insist on some sort of scenario in which we had to give the command codes to blow up the Enterprise? <laughs> yeah, that was that. There's a whole list. I could write down a whole list of stuff that I brought to because we played Star Trek, we played Planet of the Apes, and in both scenarios, I introduced stuff that my friends just looked at me like. Well, they didn't look at me. They looked at each other like, can can we not invite him next time? Yeah. Okay. That's it. Here's my childhood angst for today. I'm going to play more music. Um this is this is uh this is a track that's I've like Kind of a deep cut from this record, and you may have never even heard of it, heard it before, but it's it's a, such a cool song. How could it not be?
landscape, the stench of corruption, the stench of human corruption, into an oven she did Yeah. 
That's Mick Karn with Savior, Are You With Me? from his one and only solo record. Uh, if you don't know who Mick Karn was, uh, he was the bass player in the band Japan. Did some work um, in a on a project with Peter Murphy from Bauhaus called Dolly's Car. Um, played on a couple Gary Newman records. And, um, I think, yeah. And did a, a record that's a, a single that's really hard to find with Midjura from Ultravox. Um, it's actually on my list of things I periodically search for online to see if I can get a copy. Anyway, just a absolutely stunning, amazing bass player. Not such a great singer. Maybe should have had somebody else sing on his record. See, that's a lesson I took to heart when I made my record. I very rarely subject anybody to my singing yeah good idea anyway before mick karn marilyn manson with crucy fiction in space uh nick cave and the bad seeds christina the astonishing and queens of the stone age with the vampire of time and space there we go it was grim maybe i don't know i thought it was cool i don't have to defend myself to the likes of you i don't I'm Joe Public. This is The Public Record on Radio Nope. It is Tuesday night, and I have more music to play. How odd of me. Um, so I was thinking about, like, how um, wound up, like, people got uh, in the 80s, in the early 80s, about, like, satanic metal, and thought it was really funny because... Generally speaking, like all the people I knew who listened to that kind of music, they they just didn't really do much of anything, right? Um, they hung out and listened to metal records. Um, maybe they played D and D in their basements. I I I think I witnessed that occasionally. I've never, by the way, never played D and D. It's not because I'm superior. It's because the people I would have likely played with when I was eighteen. Um, I I went to a friend's basement and they had the whole thing set up and I said I watched to see what's going on and they were listening to Rush and Rainbow and Led Zeppelin and all, all that kind of stuff which all music that I love but at the time I was kind of done with because I was in my formative pre-punk world kind of thing um I wasn't, I was like rejecting anything that anybody might have liked who was like three years older than I was. That was basically my formula. Anyway, I made disparaging comments about the fact that they were pretending to be wizards in a basement instead of going outside and doing real things. And subsequently was never invited back. So I've never played D&D. And those same folks are really good friends of mine and some of them still play D&D. And they've occasionally suggested they were going to invite me to play a game and then decided not to because they think it's really, really cool that I've never played. So there we go. There we go with that little anecdote. Anyway, what I, what I was what I was getting to was those folks were harmless, like totally harmless. There was nothing, nothing untoward or immoral going on with them at all. Um, they were just kids playing games and listening to metal records. Um, but like the people I knew who got up to mischief, they listened to music like the song I'm going to play right now. Mm -hmm. 
how you know I'm the one who satisfies you You know that I just can't do without you And when we get down, we always turn the place out So shake your hands, and we can get a thing off
want me to stay I'll be around today To be available for you to see I'm about to go And then you'll know For me to stay I got to be me You'll never be in doubt That's what it's all about You can't take me for granted and smile Come on, please, I'm gone Forget to reach me by phone Because I promise I'll be gone for a while When you see me again I hope that you have been The kind of person That you really are now You got to get in straight How could I ever be late When you're my woman Taking up my time Oh, how could you ever allow I guess I wonder how How would you get out of pocket for fun my cue oh my goodness for some reason i thought that song was gonna go on longer that was sliding the family stone with if you want me to stay uh ohio players ecstasy and cameo shake your pants okay the cameo song do you notice the little boing boing it's 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 i don't know if i was animating a cartoon to that song you probably couldn't show it to children uh what am i saying Hi, I'm Joe Public. You're listening to The Public Record. And I'm getting into the home stretch here. So, what I was doing, playing the devil's music tonight. And, you know, I strayed. I strayed a little bit. I mean, and I'm, I'm taking a liberal, by which I mean, like, very open-ended definition of uh, what that means. What that, of the usage of that word. See? They're... I'm trying to do too many things at once. There's my problem. Yes. Yes. Liberal definition. Open-ended. All-encompassing. <laughs> okay. Well, as we uh, careen toward this uh, winter solstice holiday, this fertility rite, 
in which we erect a pagan god in our homes, some of us, in order to worship it and hope that it, by decorating it, that the, the spring comes. Um, I kind of hope that actually works this year because we could use some spring. Um, and by that, I don't mean like warmer weather, although I, I'm, I'm down with that. Not that it gets all that cold in California. Um, you know, it got to, actually it got down to like 32 degrees here last night. That that's that that freezes water, um, but they ain't no like six feet of snow on the ground or anything like that. I'm, I actually have friends in Colorado, and it's 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 hysterical to me. They moved there from California, and they've been there for a couple of years, and it, it is absolutely hilarious watching their uh, Facebook posts about weather because Colorado weather is just maddening. It's, it's infuriating because you will have like, uh, this happened this year. They had like an 80 degree day and then the next day it snowed. (laughs) That'll, that'll cause psychosis, right? That'll literally make your brain snap into to the point where you, you just can't deal. And then on the opposite end, I've got family in Florida where they're like, they, they come out when they've come out to California to visit and they, um, and it gets to be like 72 degrees or 68 degrees. They're all like, they're putting on parkas like, Oh, you can handle it. It's so cold here. That's hilarious. Um, People's reaction to the planet is hilarious. But what I, I digress. I think we need... It would be cool to have just like... Everything go beautifully. Like, if if spring could spring and just be glorious and gorgeous and lead itself into a wonderful summer and another beautiful fall and then a bright and cheerful winter wouldn't that be great we could i think we could all use it i think we could all use it because uh yeah anyway i'm gonna get back into music um i'm gonna play some like the devil's band so this band is so identified with um rock and satanism that um a relative of mine the reason I ended up with my first Led Zeppelin records is because a relative of mine gave them to me because she feared them. Like they were her records and she loved them. But then the churchy McChurchy people she hung out with told her that they were the devil. So she gave them to me. I don't understand the logic of that. If you actually believed them to be the devil, why wouldn't you just throw them away or burn them or whatever? Why would you give them to a child? <laughs> Oh no, these are satanic. Here, small young person, impressionable person, have some.
almost missed my spot. That's Talking Heads by request. Swamp, before that, was Deep Purple with Pictures of Home, which I played because apparently, um, like, Richie Blackmore said in an interview at some point that he, like, communed with a demon in order to be able to play the guitar like he did. So, yeah, totally devil's music. And before that, Led Zeppelin, the ultimate devil music band with a wanton, wanton song. Yeah. Okay. I just got a couple, like, the other things to play, and then I'm out. I won't go back on mic. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Joe Public. This is The Public Record. I'll be back, I believe, next week. I think so. Anyway, I think that's how this works. Um... Here's a super sacrilegious song. This is The Dwarves. See you later, folks. Yeah, this day for the bank we stole it. The crucifixion is now my lovely. This day for them this way only. The crucifixion is now my lovely. The love of sound of breaking skulls. And that limousine and that pose over the heads of all the Teach you when you worship sin Warping the mind of a generation 